Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today's podcast is a conversation with my little sister who just said, well, this is cozy, (laughs) isn't it? Because we're sat on the floor office because I'm in the new house and the new office space isn't set up. So yeah, it's cozy. We are shoulder to shoulder. (laughs) Um, How are you? I'm good. I just said to Mel Morgan, should we start each episode with like a recommendation? We can recommend something. She just gave me like this deadpan look. I was like, I have nothing I can recommend. Except I just cut my hair short and cut a front fringe. What, compared to a back fringe? (laughs) I don't know. Where else is a fringe going to go? A a full fringe. I recommend don't doing that. Don't doing that. Not doing that. And then walking into a week of rain because... She's humid. It's very humid and my fringe is not coping. I need a hat. hat (laughs) It looks great. I like it short. I think it's good. Um, so other than that, nothing to speak of? Uh, no Rex? No, not yet. No. Okay. Well, firstly, I should just say the boys are home today and in the background you might hear them mincing around. They can't hear us, but we can hear them. So just in case there's background sound, that's what that will be. So today's episode, I guess we're just going to do like a little bit of an update and then we're going to go through some red flags that people have submitted, which Mallory hasn't seen yet (laughs) and I haven't read through them all. So that should be interesting. Red is my favorite color. (laughs) It is. What do you do with red flags? Love them. (laughs) Picks them up and carries them around. Marry them normally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll leave that one there. So speaking of leaving that one there, I found you a man in the wild, Reese. I just remembered his name, but you decided to uh, not pursue that one. Instead, you moved houses, <laughs> completely avoided him. <laughs> the ultimate in avoidance attachment. No, I mean, well, yes, you did like so, what's the word? Like you're so brusque, I think that's the right word in just going up to a random man on a building site next to my house and saying, hey, are you single? And like trying to get me a date that way. But it was a no from me because all of those builders are naughty. They are naughty. Um, (laughs) So it was a no for the builder. Have you been on any other dates? Well, actually, I know you have. Would you like to tell everyone about them? Share with the whole class? (laughs) Everyone gather around. Um, I have. I've been on two dates with the same guy, I was definitely feeling like very um, like disenchanted with the whole dating app thing. I think when we last spoke, just the whole going on a couple of dates and then it fizzling out and also just endless conversations and how apps can feel disposable. Was, but was this one from an app or was he an Instagram? I saw him on a dating app okay. and then I saw him on someone's Instagram stories and that's how we connected was through Instagram. Did you do a temperature check? I did not. Do, I didn't do it. I didn't do a window tap, but I did do a follow. Uh, 
Yes. Who slid in and first? And now I'm going to have to go and unfollow when this episode goes up. <laughs> Who slid in first? He slid in. So okay. I clicked follow and then he slid in pretty quickly afterwards. Okay. With like a classic, have we met? Smooth. Mm-hmm. Very smooth. So how was your dating experience with him? <laughs> Shuffling on the carpet. I'm coming closer. <laughs> it feels like marine carpet, doesn't it? It's not very <laughs> cosy. Um, so yes, we went on a date which I think is good because we exchanged a couple of messages and then straight away he was like, hey, I'd like to go for a, would you like to go for a coffee with me? And I normally hate day dates as we know, but I was like, sure, whatever, let's, we'll go on a day date. So we went for a coffee and the date was nice. Like it was, I don't know, just easy and comfortable and good. And so then we arranged to have another date the following week and that was Monday night. And then after Monday, am I skipping ahead too much? Um, do we have questions in between as I'm going? No, carry on. We'll do the questions after. Okay. Yeah, carry on. Well, the, Monday night. So, yeah, I think Monday night we had like our second date and that was much more comfortable than the first date. I think date one, you're always trying to kind of get a read. Yeah, and you were a little bit, not apprehensive. Well, yeah, you were a little bit apprehensive after date one. Well, I'm always apprehensive. It's true. <laughs> like, I'm, like, very much, like, peeking little, behind a corner. Little like cautious Kylie. Cautious camps. I'm always a bit apprehensive because I'm so, like, I'm afraid to get hurt. Yeah. And I'm, af- yeah. So, I can't remember. What did you say? Monday night was the second date. Monday night was up. the second date. Good date. Like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, I'm so glad we're having this date. Um, and then after. First of all, he's very much not your usual type either, which I love. He is my type. <laughs> no, yes. no, 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 <laughs> no. I love that. See, I think if you lined up anyone I've ever gone on a date with, there's not really that super consistent aesthetic look. Or would you disagree? I would disagree. I would say this one would stand out like a sore thumb if you lined everyone up. Not saying he looks like a sore thumb. He looks lovely. But he is. He's very different. He's very different. Aesthetically. Aesthetically. I'm not sure about his personality. It's not really something I care about, (laughs) typically speaking. Well, I will say, and and this is only two dates in, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about the second date in in a minute. But two dates in, he feels very much like a different personality to anyone that I have like being romantically at all interested in like it's a very different Mm -hmm. I don't know kind of what am I trying to say I think what we as people find attractive in other people is when there's a unique pairing right yeah like you don't want someone who's all intelligent or someone who's all silly you want the combination you want someone who's smart but funny yeah has a little bit of everything yeah, or just like that unique dynamic. Yeah. And with this guy, what I've observed in the time I've spent with him is there's some really unique pairings there. Like a level of, I'm not going to go too much into it, but like there's just, I don't know, like things that you wouldn't expect about him. Yeah, a level of lycra. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. He likes to cycle. <laughs> you can't he loves I'm, an extracurricular activity. I'm literally going to have to unfollow him when this episode goes up. <laughs> no, 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 we're not. No, I just meant like, yeah, I don't know. I like him. Good. Okay. Okay. Now, enough about him and his shorts. After Monday, 
face is amazing right now. The date Monday was amazing. Monday night when you got home. So I had potted around for a little bit. I'd done about a half an hour of work. I'd sent him a goodnight message saying, you know, the typical, thanks so much for tonight. It's nice to see you. Glad you came down. All of that stuff. Brushed my teeth, showered, and I was getting into bed. And I heard, like, shaking of the glass bifold doors in my house. So in this new house, there's a lot of glass, as you've now seen, and so it all, it all happened very quickly, but it was like someone was on someone was on the outside of the bifold doors and shaking them to see if they could get any leverage. Lou, and the house was pitch black, like all the lights are off because I was getting to bed. Lou, the dog, starts going absolutely mental. She runs out there and I just kind of froze because I didn't, like, I didn't know what to do. And so it sounded like someone at those doors shaking them, trying to get in. And then when Lou was out there barking, it changed from that kind of shaking the doors to someone knocking on the door, like banging on the glass. And so I had all of these things going through my mind. One was, like, could I have just gone on a date with someone who now knows I'm alone and has come back for whatever reason? Like, has this guy come back? Like, whether it's a positive reason or a reason to scare me or what. Like, that was the first – well, I don't know if it was the first thing, but it was one of the first things that flashed through – flashed through – flashed through <laughs> – Flashed through where? The flash through, flashed through my mind while I was frozen because I was terrified. And it's, it's a wild thought because, like, we were just speaking about that. I haven't heard this story either, so this is, like, firsthand for me because – because I'll I mean, text you back. Someone tried Kylie to break in and you're like, cool, me. do you have any clothes I can borrow? <laughs> Kylie texted me and Monday night I was in bed by 8 o'clock and you, you did text me and I didn't get it till I think I mm. woke up at like 2 a.m. And then I text back then and obviously it was all she over. She, she was dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was midnight, right? It's midnight. We have had a lot of crime in our area. But one of the first things I thought, and because Lou was going mental, there was definitely someone there, the sound of it, I could hear it. But I just froze because I thought if I walk out there and someone's out there, they'll see me before I see them because there's so much glass. Yeah, it's a very open plan living. And they're also going to see a woman walk out on her own, right? Yeah. And then I, in my mind, I wondered had they changed from trying to get into doors to knocking because Lou had run out there and was barking, but no one was reprimanding her. You know, like in a normal situation, if someone's yeah, home some, and your dog's barking, yeah, you would... someone would yell out. But because I just froze and didn't turn any lights on or do anything, I wondered then, are they knocking because just to see, is anyone home? Yeah. Because I've had that happen before years ago, I think even before the kids, when someone knocked on, on a door and an ex went to the door and the person was like, oh, is so-and-so home? And my ex had said to me, they weren't looking for so-and-so. They oh, were seeing if someone that. was home. Yeah. And so that's always been in my mind. But anyway, as this was happening, I was like terrified. And I was thinking, fuck, have I got, you know, could this guy be coming back? And because during our conversation Monday night, we'd had a, you know, as you do on dates, what sort of movies are you into? What sort of music do you like? He had told me he likes horror movies, right? So I'm like I can just breaking a sweat. I can only imagine your little, your little mind oh, going spiraling. In totally, yeah. And that's what it was like. It was like that, um, you know, like, like scream. No, yeah, yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and 
visioning myself being Sydney in Scream. It was like the Willy Wonka tunnel in the original Willy Wonka, like when all these images are flashing through your mind. Oh, I was picturing the chocolate tunnel. No, <laughs> not Augustus Gloop getting sucked up a tunnel. Like when they're in that like tunnel and he's like singing oh, to them and yeah. there's all those manic yeah. images because I'm having all these things flash through my mind. And I can honestly say, like, I don't know, have you, when you're home alone, do you get scared? I did, but also I... You know, when I was by myself, I was in like a complex that was quite secure. So, mm. but you do, you you tend to hear every noise and it's that little bit more amplified. Whereas when you're on your own. yours, it definitely, it wasn't the wind. Like you could tell it wasn't the wind, it wasn't like the wind. it was someone there. So no. I don't even know how I would well, react. In I, that. I mean, like the last 10 years, I have always had lots of time on my own, even when I was married because he would work and be away for like several nights a week or whatever. Being alone at night is not uncommon for me and I never feel unsafe and I never feel like I overreact. You know, if I hear a sound, I'll jump up and go and investigate. But this 100% was someone at these doors and what it meant was if they were if someone was at those doors they had entered the property they'd come through a gate and if they'd come through that gate they would be able to see me at any window in the house and because the house is so glass I was thinking if I walk out there they're gonna see me yeah so I froze and I actually text the guy that I'd gone on a date with and I just said you're not at my door are you because like maybe a good case scenario was yeah I'm at your door I thought I'd come back and (laughs) (laughs) come back and decapitate you that's no like I just meant you know like they they could be in like it's I don't know that's a very um optimistic thought to have at that very moment well no like that's not I would think if someone was back at my door rattling it like that of course like I was terrified but I just wanted to text him and be like you're not at my door are you and of course if he's if he was at my door and was gonna hurt me he's not gonna say yes I'm at your door (laughs) but or maybe he'd be like, yeah, I just wanted another goodnight kiss. And at least then I know who was there. I was really scared. I was really scared. Anyway, he replied, no, like, like, no, like what the fuck type of thing? Like, definitely not. And I was like, someone's just been banging at my door. And then he sent a photo of himself at home in bed, which I was like, I found that comforting. What? 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 I just was going to ask what he was wearing. (laughs) Probably inappropriate. I don't know. It was not a nude. It was definitely like, no, like, and stop. You're being silly. And I was really scared. I I have like PTSD. I was really scared. And I thought that that was a nice move on his account rather than being like um, upset that I even asked the question. He was just like, no, I want to reassure you. I'm definitely not at your door. I'm not a psycho. Like I'm not insane. Um, and then I ended up ringing the police. I tried ringing everyone that I know locally. <laughs> no one answered. <laughs> not a single, not a single person answered. Not great a, support network. Great support network. Everyone's phone goes on do not disturb at 8.30 p.m. apparently. Um, and I sent out text messages to everyone close by because what I was thinking was if I could just get someone to come to the door and walk around the house with me, I would feel safer because I just didn't want to leave my bedroom. I didn't even want to walk from the bedroom to the garage to get in the ga- into the car and go. Like, I was properly scared. Yeah, and it's it's probably more – it's harder to get the context because I didn't really understand it until – because I'd not seen this place until today. Yeah, it's like a glass box. It's like Joe Goldberg's blo- <laughs> like box from you. It's literally that. It is so 
yeah, visible. so much visible. Like, it is just so visible. And there's about 12 different ways you can enter this place. Like, really. Yeah, there's so many door everything is just very very open like, yeah very open so I completely understand because I didn't because even when you sent me the video it was just like I only saw the bifold doors yeah um but yeah you you could not leave your room without anybody seeing you and I think because I didn't have the kids if, if I had the boys I would have automatically had to have been like the the grown-up you yeah. know but because I was on my own I felt even more vulnerable and then having these thoughts like what if someone knows I'm home alone what if someone has seen on social media I'm home alone? Like those thoughts that you just get spirally with. So I was in my bedroom. I was too scared to leave the bedroom because by this point I'm like, well, what if they've come in the laundry door? Like what if someone is in the house? And I didn't – all I was thinking was like, I just want to get in the car and go. Like I just want to grab Lou, get in the car and get out of here and I'll just go and sit in the car somewhere until the sun comes up. Like full like dramatic. But I, that's right. I was texting people because I thought if someone can send their hubby or just come over – and just help me make sure everything's secure, I'll feel a bit safer. But not a single person received the midnight SOS. So I rang dad and I had dad on speaker. And dad's like, just grab a knife, doll. <laughs> our dad knows. Our dad is no help in any situation. He's like, <laughs> like yawning. And he's he, like, has, he, is, he is amazing, but he is no help ever. He was like, he's like, oh, Dal, if they heard Lou, they're out of there. I'm like, she's four kilos. She's four kilos. And he said, just, he said, seriously, grab a kitchen knife, put it next to the bed. You'll be fine. Go back to sleep, sweetheart. Could not care less. It was probably a dream. I was awake. It was they're probably there. a dream. And I'm like, Dad, I'm scared. I said, this is the most scared I've ever been my whole life. And honestly, it was. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to sound dramatic, but I was. It was the most scared I've been my whole life. And so I had messaged this guy and said, this is like, I'm really scared. The police have come. The police came out and they said, yeah, there's been lots of crime in this area. They walked through everything, helped me lock up and like everything and just make sure that I was okay. So that felt good. But when I told old mate that I was scared, he was like, I'm going to come back down and I'll sleep on the couch. Did he sleep on the couch? He came back down. He did not sleep on the couch. <laughs> he stayed awake all night on guard with the kitchen knife. Marching around the house. Marching <laughs> but he he was like he was protective. He was in protective mode. And that's what every single person wants when they're well, it's what most people want when they're dating someone. You want someone who you feel like is going to be able to protect you. And he did that and he didn't question you. He didn't make you feel stupid. He came straight back down and it's not like he was around the corner. Yeah. And do you know what? It's yes, like with this, with this guy around me. And again, it's so new. So it's like, oh, this kind of, you know, like it's not normal behavior for me to have someone stay over on a second date. So it feels a bit like, oh, this is different. But yes, with this guy, I think even a six foot guy would feel safe with this guy. Like he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's not someone that you would like ever feel unsafe with. No, no one would feel. Yeah. Um, but it, for me, yes, the protection was really nice, but it was also just the fact that not at any point did I feel like he minimized. No, like he wasn't like, I think it speaks volumes about his character yes. too, which then I think, I mean, it was a terrible thing, but I think that, almost I could be wrong here so correct me but I think that almost enhanced him as a whole the next day like you said like he didn't he didn't 
make you feel stupid or silly or anything. He just said, I'm on my way. Like, he didn't even give you the option saying, do you want me to come? He literally said, I'm on my way. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, you're right. And I think that's what it was because in that, since then, since Monday night when I've spoken to other men, like, just male friends or just in the community, like, friends, partners and whatnot. In the community. community. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? Men in the community. Just aged 40 years. No, I just mean the other men on the neighborhood watch page. <laughs> no, I just meant. I meant like. I don't think I've ever spoken to anybody in the community. <laughs> She's a suburban mom. She's got her SES uniform on now. She's a changed When I was woman. chatting to Alf Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. What I mean is because after Monday night, because I'd sent out 4,000 SOS text messages, then they all started rolling in Tuesday morning. Like, oh, did you make it through, love? And so some of my friends, their husbands. Stop. Listen, this was traumatic. So some of their husbands came over to check on me and check the house out. And so talking to other men who belong, who are part of the community, the wider community, they were all great, but there was also like I felt like a little bit of a tone from some about di- being a bit dismissive, you know, like yeah, like are you sure it wasn't just the wind? It wasn't. It was the probably wind. the wind, or was it a branch? And I was like, no, I a hundred percent know what I heard, and this is what I really valued with this guy and coming back. He just like was like, I'm coming back. Like he said, you yeah, should he, feel safe. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't ask you. He he told you. He took he took control of it. Mm. It kind of, he took away the, he took away the chance for you to say, no, don't worry about coming. He just said, I'm coming. Oh, he, and on his bike, he hopped and rode down the highway. If I, if I had said, if I had said, Don the Lycra, if I had said, no, don't come, he would. Like, it, I didn't get that idea that he's like, I'm going to take full control here. But I think he was just like, no, you're scared. Yeah, I'm you, coming. Yeah, he wanted you to feel safe. Yeah. And there was another thing that he had said on Monday night, because we'd, gotten onto the subject somehow of personal safety and I'd said something about women having to do something and he was like no it shouldn't be on the women like it should be on the men to make to like men shouldn't be making women feel unsafe and I like clocked that and I was like oh that's kind of a feminist thing to say which I find super attractive but I this is off topic but I was driving to work the other day and (laughs) she's like like pivot back to me (laughs) on the radio it said they were doing a thing that Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. What makes women feel unsafe mm. that men don't even think about? And someone like a woman said, I hate getting in elevators by myself. Yeah. And the man that was on the radio, I don't know who it was, lab stab, whatever. <laughs> lab stab. <laughs> whatever. He said, <laughs> radio I, or porn? He said, <laughs> he said, I've never even thought about that. Mm. So I think that just goes back to that kind yeah. of that kind of thing like things that's women like all like taking the bins out by yourself of a night even that is like a little bit like you look around yeah some men just have no awareness of what it's like to actually live in a world 
where you can you could be overpowered and it's the same thing you know I said to one of my other friends another guy I know who's also not in the community listen and I had said to him I was so scared on Monday night because I thought what if I just gone on a date with someone who had come back to try and break in and he was like wow I've never thought like that as a man like if someone came back and knocked on my door I'd be like yes like they're they're back." back and so that's interesting but yeah I was really impressed with how this guy was like I'm coming back and then at 2.30 in the morning, there was another strange sound. Talking was straight out of bed, like onto it, just checking everything out. Make sure everyone knows he's a tall king. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and I think that's good. But even me the next morning when I knew you were alive and I finally replied and whatnot, my first thought was, you've only just moved into this place. What if it was somebody that was coming back for, you know, some other reason for the old people that used to live in here or something? Not, yeah. not for you. Yeah, I don't know. It was enough to absolutely rattle me. So that's my update. That's it. I think it's a pretty good update, Yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And are we going to see the tall king again? The tall lacquer king again? Oh, his name is long. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've said that we'll see each other this weekend after the boys go. So we'll see. You know, early days. Early days. But positive. Early days, but positive and back to the old, I like you, show me more. I think that's all that's all you can do, right, when you're dating someone? Yeah, absolutely. Getting to know someone? I think his um, actions spoke way louder than his words. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Good job talking. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. On to the red flags. On to the red flags. So we have red flags that listeners have submitted that we're going to just kind of cast a judgment upon i have not seen any of these you haven't i haven't read all of them i've had a quick flick through because i had to screenshot them i will just say before we get into the red flags some people submitted red flags that are actually far more like coercive control and abuse and i want to be really clear when we're saying submit your red flags we are not able to give you personalized prescriptive Qualified, like qualified. Oh, we are the blind leading the blind. We are we, the blind leading yeah, the blind. We are the blind leading the blind. But there like are, if you feel unsafe, that's not a red flag. I just want to, yeah, that's it's more than a red flag, yeah. and I want to encourage anyone who is like putting a question mark over behavior that is controlling or surveilling. Like if someone is really monitoring everything that you're doing that could be leading to coercive control. I would encourage you to read the book, See What You Made Me Do by Jess Hill. I would encourage you to visit the show notes because I've got some resources in there for you as well. Just wanted to get that in there. So, okay, red flags. Oh, first one. That's a good one for us. (laughs) Leave that one. First one, controlling behavior, jealous, insecure. That's what we just touched on right that's That's not a red flag yeah that's a actual problem a problem (laughs) that is a problem so yeah i would if you're tangled up with someone who is trying to control the way that you act and is super jealous i think jealousy and insecurities are normal in relationships they are and to, to some extent controlling behavior is not that's not a red flag that's something that needs to be dealt with 
at a higher level that we can't help with, unfortunately. See, I don't know whether I would say jealousy and insecurity is normal in a relationship. I think it is to some extent, but you should be able to sit down and openly talk to your partner and say, hey, this is making me feel this type of way. We all have insecurities. Yeah, absolutely. And you should be able, yeah, yeah, I agree. You should be able to say to your partner, I feel insecure about this because of this. And if you do that, it's going to trigger this behavior. Yeah. That type of thing. All right. Um, asking their last name and then refusing to tell it to you. That's a red flag. <laughs> that's a red flag. That's, um, that's, that's. That, that doesn't even need an explanation. That is a red, red flag. flag. Single childless male only likes the mamas. Only likes to date single mums. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that is not a red flag because I think some men, especially like our age, getting into their 30s, like men don't mature until they're, I'm really not sure, maybe 40, 45, 50. <laughs> Let us know. Not sure yet. Haven't, haven't figured that out. But I have spoken to men um, in the community <laughs> and they have said that. That's what we're going to call this episode, yeah, the men in the community. And they have specifically said that for them, single mums or single mums are something that they go for because it shows maturity and it shows responsibility. Yeah. So I don't think that's a red flag. No, like it, it needs context, right? A single yeah. childless male who is taking photographs of kids at South Bank that only likes to date single mums. That's different. Weird. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it, it needs more context, that one. Okay. Okay. Asking me about my sexual preferences before getting to know me. Oh, that's a red flag. And that's just, they want one thing and one thing only. So, I mean, if that's what you're after, then great. Yep. All the power to you, but that is a red flag. Read the room. <laughs> if they introduce you to their kids after a couple of dates. Oh. Mill Morgan. Um, hmm. That's a flag you fly. <laughs> oh, look, <laughs> mine's hoisted to the top. I think, again, you have to, every situation is different. So if you feel like it's right, then that's your decision to make as a parent. You're not going to put your children in any harm, I'm sure. No, these are these are males red flags. Oh. <laughs> I just turned it around. <laughs> you, you did, you turned it around on me. I felt slightly attacked. No, I think, again, so yeah, I think again, yeah, of course, if they feel comfortable yeah, that's not necessarily it. a red yeah, flag. No. And also sometimes like it might just not be the best judgment, but is it a red flag? You know, like to me, red flags are like a bit of a warning sign, but there are things that just might not be the best judgment. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't have many friends, red um, flag or not? I don't think it's a red flag, especially... Because you like someone to just be obsessed with you. Yeah, of course. But I, I think a small... Like, I've got a very small circle of close friends. Like, I don't have a huge group of people. I have, obviously, people that I know, but my actual circle is very, very small, and I like it like that. Yeah, I think the key word is many. If they don't have any friends, that's a worry. Yeah, of course. And I've been involved with someone like that, and that was really not good. Oh, Yeah. Just had to mouth the name to yeah. her. And that's not good because then you do become their whole world. And it's so important, I think, that anyone that you're with romantically has their own life and their own network. Yeah, I think yeah, I think exactly that. As long as they've got friends and a life outside of you, that's that's not a red flag. Guys who have mums that do their washing and clean for them as adults. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Um, another... Unless you're in your 20s. Oh, sorry, that was a bit loud. <laughs> unless, no, no, I want to, unless they're a bit younger than us and they're, you know, they're 20, no. 22. Yeah, of course, nah. men aren't, a 22-year-old male is like, 
still, an infant. Yeah, like still 15 in the head. No. Nah. They probably don't know how to use the nah, washing machine. No, 22-year-old can definitely do their own I washing. I say 22-year-old. If mum's still doing it, that's fine. She disagrees. I strongly disagree. I will not be doing my children's washing at 22. Um, love bombing in the first two dates. So love bombing is a term that... It's, it's kind of become popular in the way that gaslighting has become popular. I didn't know what love bombing was. Kylie uh, introduced me to that one. I was really worried that Mallory was experiencing love bombing. Oh, she's pulling a face like, yes, mum, because it scares me. But yeah, I think love bombing in the first two dates can be a red flag. I agree. Forgot to tell me that his family couldn't know about me due to his faith. Forgot to tell you. <laughs> I just forgot to tell you that you're a secret. Red flag. Red flag. That's a no, that's not even a red flag. That's a trash him. That's a just block and delete. Move on. Put him in the bin. Yeah. Doesn't know how nor wants to make plans for the future. Red, red flag. flag. It's a red flag to me. It depends, I think, on the age, but that was my problem. One of my problems. Get comfy. One of the things that I learned from my last relationship was how much I really want to be with someone who can imagine a future with me doesn't have to be a guaranteed future nothing is guaranteed but at least someone who can look at me and be like oh yeah cool I I could see us doing life together yeah um being lazy not keen on exercise with a thumbs down is that a red flag? That's not a red flag. I feel like that's, that's a bit judgy, that's isn't very it? Judgy. And that's a, that's a that's a very personal preference because if you love exercise and love looking after yourself like that, good for you. Yeah. Be with someone that loves that. Yeah. Like don't match yourself with a couch potato who's probably completely happy doing what he's doing. No, yeah. you are nasty. That's what that is. You are that's nasty and judgmental. I wouldn't say that. Now you think about that on your next run. That's not a red flag. (laughs) 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 Refusing to talk about previous relationships. I think it depends how, how, like, on the first date. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Six months in, maybe. Yeah, I don't think that's a red flag, no. Context, I guess, but I don't think it's an immediate red flag. Hanging out for months on end, and sorry, hanging out for months on end, but he's yet to make a move. He's flirty as fuck, dot, 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 friend zoned. Is that a red flag? If you've been hanging out for someone for months with hanging, why can't I speak? Not very good for a podcaster. This, um, this. I don't know if it's a question or what. Red flag. It confuses me. It's not a red flag because... You are both adults. Have the conversation. Yeah. You can be... Like, he, he might literally think you guys are friends. Like, Yeah, and some people are just flirty naturally. I would say I can be naturally quite flirty. Like, even with my girlfriends, you know, I'm someone who's, like, touchy and... Yeah, me too, and, like, vivacious and whatnot. But vivacious. I would say... <laughs> just calls herself a vivacious queen. A vivacious queen. <laughs> big hooves. Men like... They're not even big. Your feet are so big. They're, Size eight, and that's reasonable. Um, like a duck. (laughs) I that's not a red flag, that's just something that your communication is off. Have the conversation. I think if you've been hanging out for months, there's flirtation, there's rhythm, but he's not made a move. Read the room, yeah. Read the room. If he wanted to, he would, girlfriend. Like, 
recent like not that long ago i was spending time with someone and it was kind of a similar thing there was rhythm there's attraction and it's like something was there but i had to read the room and pull the pin and be like oh you're not actually you don't like me yeah like you just like this attention you don't like me you're every the way you're acting tells me you don't like me and i'm not going to accept that because the bar is on the floor yes you Uh, go girl (laughs) vivacious queens coming out here uh don't hear from him every day and i've been seeing him for eight months red flag or not that's a red flag for me it's probably not a red flag for kylie because she's happy to have limited communication um (laughs) again with context yes that would that wouldn't be something that i would be comfortable with but i think it's a personal thing doesn't have to be a red flag yeah but it is for me yeah i think it's contextual and again it's just if that's something you want and you've been with someone for eight months and you feel like, oh, is this a red flag? Just say to them, hey, I'd like to hear from you every day. Can you flick me a morning text or, an, you know, what? Why are you doing that face? Flick me a text. Flick me a text. <laughs> um, yeah, no, context. Yeah, context. But it wouldn't be a massive red flag for me. Um, they don't see their kids. That's a big red flag. Agree. <laughs> Velcro wallet. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Is that really? <laughs> oh, that's not a red flag. That's a, that's a style flag. Um, oh, look, who Velcro lo- wallet. Who doesn't love a piping hot Velcro wallet? <laughs> oh, I imagine just him pulling that out to pay on a date. So good. Oh, that's that's not a red flag. That's just a buy. Just buy him a new one for Christmas. That's a quirk. Leave the kid alone. Um, t- <laughs> did it have a chain on it? <laughs> Telling me all of his exes were crazy and psychos when I asked about his past. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah, who made him crazy? Um, what else? A guy getting on, getting on the piss. This, I'm just going to read verbatim. A guy getting on the piss and missing work. I learnt that this says a lot about their work ethic. Um, well, yeah, like a yeah. guy drinking and missing work. Of course, but if it was, again context if it was just a once-off because it was his best friend's bucks and you know he drank all sunday and then couldn't slept through his alarm monday you you would forgive that but if it was like a constant weekly yeah, thing he's blackout drunk yeah, every, every, every then night that's a red flag but yeah I, I guess it's maybe a red flag for some may not for others not for me personally if it was a once-off yeah anti-vaxxer red flag <laughs> put them in the bin way too private with their phone um and there's another one after that that says not allowing me to touch use look at their phone ever in a long-term relationship um okay so i i don't i think if you feel like you have to pick up your partner's phone for a reason that you want to check up on what they're doing that's a red flag within itself and you know the answer however Mm. if you're grabbing it to answer it or if your phone's you know on maps or something and you need to use it for another reason and there's obviously anxiety about it or whatnot from the partner that's a red flag too but you shouldn't I don't know I guess what I'm trying to say is you shouldn't need to go into your partner's phone but the option should be there (laughs) yeah I think I think if someone's super private about their phone in terms of you walk into the room or you're sitting next to them and they angle the screen away from you or they flip the phone down. Oh, yeah, then that's – of course that's a – Like, I'm one of those people that I have 
the display of like if you send me a text message it displays, it displays the first couple yeah, of lines mine like, too. and I always think like that's clearly someone who has nothing to hide in terms of like <laughs> my phone's gonna be out next to you you're gonna see any messages yeah. you know yeah no I just that's a hard one to answer because everyone's um, entitled to their privacy and they shouldn't you shouldn't feel like you're constantly you know on someone's ass about something but yeah I, I don't know I don't know how to answer that one I don't think it's a red flag in the sense of if they don't want you going through their things you shouldn't be doing that mm. but if they're flipping it down or taking it to the toilet with them in the middle of the night then that's probably a bit of a red flag yeah says he isn't ready for a relationship but treats me like his girlfriend um I don't think that's a red flag I think that's a communication problem. A communication problem and a boundary problem on on your behalf. Yeah, I, you're, I mean, you're allowing him to do it. Yeah, I think that that sound's gonna come through the speaker. Oh, sorry, I had to stretch my long legs. That's right. There are so many red flags that we might actually have to wrap it up. But I was just gonna say to that one that yeah, if someone is treating you like you're their girlfriend in terms of you're obviously sleeping together, you're spending time together, you're doing things, you're communicating, you feel like you're in a relationship but they're refusing to call it that. Yeah, that, that's that's on you. You and need to get really clear about what you want and you need to tell that person what you want and if they can't come to the table and give you what you want, then you have a decision to make and you can't blame anyone else for the decision no, you make. You need to respect yourself enough to be able to set those boundaries. Yeah. Okay, so there are a lot more red flags but I'm just – any good ones um friend's boyfriend constantly calls when she goes out like five or more times yeah i don't like that that goes into controlling territory oh there was one that i saw that was scary um where is it oh look 40 year old didn't know how to use a washing machine see that's (laughs) that's a red flag 40 (laughs) yeah but a 40 year old that doesn't know how to use a washing machine is because at 22 mum was still doing it There was one that I saw that was... Oh, yeah, this one's scary. Said he hopes his ex-wife and the mother of his children dies. That's not a red flag. That's That's an absolutely horrendous thing to say, and that's someone that I would never give any more time to. Like, that's not something that... That's really scary to me. All right. Hates animals. Example, dogs. Yeah. that's a red flag. Massively. him in the bin. (laughs) Um, Lives with his parents. (laughs) Mallory. (laughs) Contextual. All right. This has been a long episode, so we're going to wrap this one up here. Our next episode, we will answer questions. And what else will we talk about in that one? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? The world is our oyster. Wait and see. Where can people follow you? Uh, My Blontourage on Instagram. So cool. So cool. (laughs) I might change it to Vivacious Queen. Vivacious queen. Love that for you. All right, guys. As always, it would mean the world if you click subscribe on the podcast and feel free to share this episode to your Instagram stories and you can tag me at Kylie Camps and Milmore at my Blontourage. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.